Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about The Walking Dead, Season 11, Episode 3, and our recommendations on Only Murders in the Building, Clickbait, and Superwomen, and more. My friend Debbie Torrey is back and joining me today to talk about this final season of The Walking Dead. Hi, Debbie. Howdy, howdy. I'm so glad you're back today to join me. Me too. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So I was thinking about our question of the day, and I was thinking about what the episode entailed. I thought, gosh, the kids were in it. We got to see all four of them, which we hadn't really seen the four of them together. So it was Judith, RJ, uh, little Herschel, and Gracie. So it was really cute to see them all together. And they were playing cards and just talking about, you know, how the parents leave. And Judith says, oh, my mom's always back, which I thought, ooh, is that a foreshadowing? Are we going to see Michonne again, which was really cool. But I started thinking about the games that they're playing uh, uh, with the cards. And I thought, Oh, gosh, I used to love playing cards as a kid with my brother, and, and and now I play with my family. So do you, did you play cards when you were younger, and do you have a favorite card game as a kid or now? Well, as a kid, yes. We had a bucket full of kids at the house, and plus all the neighbors, and we definitely played cards. And my favorite, still to this day, and I play with my grandkids, is Slapjack. So my my uh, grandbabies love learning the card games, and uh, slapjack is fun because they I pretend I don't see the jack and they'll slap their uh, hand. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play that. I didn't remember that, but now I'm recalling that we'd played it too. Yeah, and along with the jack, we allow the Joker to be the wild card as well. Uh huh. And he loves my grandboys love the the jokers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun game to play and. It's like all you need is a deck of cards and you can play so many different exactly. games. So it's kind of a it was a cool thing that someone uh, thought to invent. But uh, for me, I just remember playing gin rummy with my brother all the time. And it was just a, just a really good memory for me uh, that time that I had with my brother. And then I introduced it to my kids. And so they would play it, too. Um, so we, we have played a variety of different card games, but I would say that that was one of my favorite games to play. Okay, so listeners out there, tell us what you think. What is your favorite card game to play? Let us know. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens. You can follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our website. The links are in our show notes. Okay, so let's talk about episode three entitled Hunted. This was a very traumatic and scary episode. In the first few minutes, we see the Reapers attack our group, wounding, killing, and hunting them one by one. And also we saw the horse scene with Carol and Rosita and Kelly and Magna, which were both so beautiful and also super heart-wrenching. I think shocking for me because I didn't think that that's where we were going with those scenes. We also see Negan and Maggie constantly at odds while Alden makes a choice and Father Gabriel is unrecognizable. So, Debbie, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? Well, 
I totally agree. It was very intense, and I don't quite know how to describe it, but it was stingingly agonizing. It just it kept me on the edge of my seat, and um, I, I actually did like the banter between um, Negan and Maggie, but and the horse scenes as well. But yeah, this episode just was um, incredible, and I think it was just pushing everyone to the limit and and survival. They they all want to survive and get back to each other and right. and accomplish their goals that they were seeking. So, what stood out to you in this episode? Well, after watching it a couple of times, I realized, wow, this this episode showed some women power. Yeah, you know, Maggie, which she's a great leader, and then Carol always seems to have the toughest situations to take care of, handle, or deal with, yeah. and I really thought that they portrayed them strong women heart-wrenching moments and and just get out of their way they have a mission to accomplish so yeah. that that was the, the the overall real thing that i noticed with this episode yeah. strong women i love that i feel like they've been highlighting the women's efforts i think the walking dead has been really good about doing that they show strong men they show strong women they show terrible women. They show terrible men. You know, I love it. I feel like, I and they, I think we might have talked about it before. Even the directors have been women. The writers have been women. So I just like it that we get, you know, so much uh, diversity. But um, I'm so happy that you brought up Carol and Maggie because I felt Carol's choices were, I feel like it really was Carol again, right? And she always follows her own path. So Aaron tells her not to leave, but to help them at Alexandria. But she says, oh, we need the horses to survive. We need them to help rebuild. We need them to gather food. Uh, so we need these. So she's determined to find the horses. And finally, they do. And she seems so relieved and happy when they return to Alexandria, as everyone's faces are so hopeful, which was really cool to see. And... Then Carol takes that horse and lays it down, and as she strokes it, she pulls out a knife, and I honestly had no idea where what she was going to do. Same here, same here. I'm like, why is she looking that way? You know, why is her face that way? What is she doing as she was stroking the horse? I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, please don't, please don't, please don't do it. And then she did it. I was like... Oh, my heart. And I'm serious. My heart, and I'm sure everybody else's heart that was watching it, it just was crushing. It was anything with the animals. It's such a hard scene to see. And I think for all of us to watch it, it was even that much harder because Carol has had to do these things so many times, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And so, man, (sighs) Carol's just awesome. And, you know, it made me cry each time I watched it. I realize how hungry they are, and they will die without food, but it doesn't make it any easier to watch. And, uh, yeah, so Carol keeps making those hard choices. And then Magna approaches Carol and asks her not to give Kelly false hope over finding Connie and to let the family heal. But then later, Carol walks up to Kelly and says, ready to go, and they begin to leave together. And Magna watches them, and I'm like, oh, my God. Again, Carol is doing her own thing. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, my God, I just love Carol. I mean, I do, but I was like, oh, I was thinking, oh, man, I can't believe that she just disregarded what Magnus said, which, of course, we know Connie's still alive, so I'm glad she's still going to look for her, but I just thought it was interesting. Well, you know, how many episodes has Carol done that? Right. Disobeyed. Yes. And thinking, in her mind, the greater good for everyone. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. much. So many times. What about you? What else did you notice in this episode? So, again, with the women power, the just the way that Maggie and Carol both are just determined, strong women, it, it was just awesome to watch. They both will not stop until they're satisfied. People are safe and fed. Yeah. And try to find a, a safe place to live. And then um, it also kind of broke my heart a little bit when Rosita mentioned Abraham. That made me sad because I miss him. I, he was one of my favorite characters. Aww. The other thing, uh, I just loved some of Negan's comments. And when they were walking towards the town, they heard someone screaming. And, you know, he's like, oh, now we're just going to walk towards the screaming. you know. <laughs> and then uh, another one he said that was pretty funny was taste of crap cardboard, you know, so I just love his his humor still. And actually, I hated him for the longest time. I know, I know that's a strong word, but I literally could not yes. stand him. But now, over the last few, you know, couple seasons, I've really grown to like him. I know. Yeah. And I still love his, his humor. I actually love that comment, too. I mean, it is so funny. You know, <laughs> it is so funny. Are we really going to walk toward the screams? It was like, uh, just like a horror film, right? <laughs> yeah. Where everybody yeah. walks toward, yeah. toward where you're not supposed to go. So I thought that was hilarious that he said that. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of interesting when Carol was leading the group to search for the horses. Again, I thought, okay, get the horses, help them plow the fields or get to the next destination. Yeah. And I love how they include the sign language with oh, yeah. Kelly. I, I don't know why it touches me so, but I, I really like it. I really like it. Plus, I noticed how fun and frolicky the music was when they were corralling the horses. And, and it was hopeful music as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And, and I always pay attention to that, those, the music. And I liked that. And, um, and then the, when it cut to the other scene where Gabe... <laughs> In my mind, as I was watching him, and he found the injured other reaper, reaper, I thought, "Oh my gosh, Gabe totally looks like the Walking Dead." You know, he he just was the epitome of the title at my mind. Watching him in that scene, and he is just more evil now and scarier than ever. It seems like, ooh. So yeah, and then back with uh, Maggie and Negan. You know, their relationship is is hate, power, hate. <laughs> and then the other thing that I really found was that caught my eye was the grayness and then the condition of the camp. It was just devastating and and horrible. And you could tell they were destitute and at their last means. Yeah. And then Carol knew that the fate of those horses was an agonizing must. And she knew what she had to do to, to uh, have the people survive. Yeah, wow. I know. I'm I'm thinking back everything that you said about the horses and the scenes. I thought that was really cool. I loved how uh, they all had their lassos and 
And I'm like, oh, they're, they're going to scare the horses off. And then Kelly's all telling them, no, drop them, drop them. It's like she she could sense what they were feeling or wanting. And then when that horse came up to Carol, and that's why I think the other scene was so painful to watch because that horse actually came up to Carol. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, God. good catch. Yes. Like, this is killing me. The horse came up to you and then you have to do that. Oh, gosh. I have to got to get my mind off of that. But anyways, it was very beautiful. I thought that the four women working together, going off and doing their thing was just very, very cool to watch. So I really did like that part of it. I also want to uh, bring up Maggie's losses and choices. First off, Maggie is badass. I, did you see all the fighting, her fighting Oh, skills? yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yes. And she stabbed that guy in the neck with that broken bottle. And <laughs> yeah. It was, I hadn't seen these skills from yeah, her before. And that's I was like, right. Wow, you are just so good and so, so skilled. And so I loved seeing Maggie like that. It was so cool. And they end up rescuing Alden and he's hurt really badly. And so they're, you know, taking him along the road. And um, Negan says, you know, we need to get off the road and find some shelter, which they do. And and like you said, Negan and Maggie have been having these battles of what is the right thing to do. Because Negan will say one thing and Maggie will say another. And they're just totally at odds on every single thing. But I, I there's a tension between them. And it almost felt like, oh, my God, could something happen in the future between them two? I, I didn't get that. I, I just something, felt that Negan respects her, though. He does. Yes. I think he does also. I, I can't ever see Maggie going down that road. I really can't because of the love she oh, has yeah. for Glenn and the son. I really don't. But something their chemistry was really there is, I think, what I felt. Like, they have really good chemistry, even though yes. it's fighting with each other. Yeah. It's really there. And so I really appreciate both of them as actors and how they banter off each other. I just think it's really good. And yes. I do think that he does respect her. And in the last episode, I had brought up that I think when you see another person's point of view, you start to feel differently about them. And I think that Maggie saw Negan sort of in a different light when he was a little bit afraid of the walkers on that subway train and he had those memories. And then when he heard her story of the things that she's been through. And I think, you know, her giving him the gun and just all that that happened the last episode is carrying over to this episode. But I think that they're building some sort of relationship. Yes. And I think Maggie just wants to hate his guts because who wouldn't want to hate yeah. his guts? You just killed my husband in the worst way imaginable in front of all of us. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to hate your guts. but And so who would want to allow someone in that has brought you and your community so much pain? But um, it's very interesting. I love that they're having us experience this with them. Me too. Me too. I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. So at the toward the end of this episode, uh, Negan says we need to get off the road and find shelter. And um, he looks at Maggie. Maggie says, no, don't get any ideas. And then Alden says, you know, I'm dead weight and you need to finish this mission. And so Negan presses her to make a choice. She says, uh, it's easy for you being reckless with someone else's life. And, 
you know, you don't get to decide who lives or dies anymore. And uh, it's your fault that we're all here. You destroyed everything that we built. And you can see that Negan is taking all this in. And then he says, you still have to decide. I loved that scene. I love that whole scene. Yes. (laughs) I know. Very powerful. My mouth is hanging open right now because I'm like, ah, they just said all that. Yeah. It was great writing. I thought it was Excellent. Me too. Yeah. So, Debbie, do you have any other tidbits or thoughts about this episode? Well, yeah, like like you were stating earlier, Maggie definitely has mad skills. It it kind of reminded me of how Jesus used to be. But, True. yeah, she's like a machine, man. I, it was just uh, amazing. Yeah, and, and again, I think Negan totally has respect for her now. Um, and like you were describing about how they understand each other's backgrounds and and he's respecting her and kind of taking a back step to her respectfully leading. So yeah. it's kind of interesting and, and kind of fun to watch. Um, now, the, uh, I don't know if we're ready for the end scene, but I was curious because I kept waiting for more. But then I realized they did that close-up of the crowbar with the blood dripping. Yeah. Ooh, and it just gave me the weebie-jeebies and that icky not in my stomach thinking of that he bashed Glenn's head in and Maggie was standing there looking at him and looking at it and ugh, I I just thought well what a way to end the story or the episode you know I know a lot of people because people love Negan they really do and they think oh he's turned around he's a you know he's a good guy he's sort of redeemed himself or he is redeeming himself and I've brought up okay he bashed in Glenn and Abraham's heads in in front of everybody who does that right you could have just killed them you could have just shot them but you didn't want to do that you wanted to torture them but think about this also Dwight was with him and he burned Dwight's face, face. you know and he did things like that to other people and he had the, his wife you know, was part of his harem in front of the husband. So, you know, it wasn't that because they'll say, oh, well, our group went and killed them and they were just retaliating. Okay, that's not all there is. He he had a personality. He had a way uh, that he was conducting himself in this apocalypse. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just for his group that he was trying to save people. He was doing stuff for his betterment or how to make him feel powerful. So, so that sort of gnaws at me in the back of my brain, but then Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan is, you know, <laughs> he's just so darn charming. So it's adorable. Hard. Yeah. So yeah, he's the perfect person to play this. At first, I'm like, because I didn't like him, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. But now that we see these other sides of him, I'm like, I love Jeffrey I Dean know. Morgan. I agree. So what else did you think of it? What other things popped into your mind? Well, I think you had brought up Rosita's dream about Abraham. And so I've been like thinking, why did they bring that up? What does that mean? I was reading some things about it. Uh, I think the article that I read was alluding to um, Father Gabriel. Hmm. Like You know, maybe, I missed that dream. So tell me, tell me. Uh, well, she just talks about it. She talks about yeah. the dream that he keeps coming to her for a long time, like months, or I don't know sure how long, but it's not just one or two dreams. She's had the dream for a long time. Abraham keeps coming up to her trying to tell her something, hmm. and he gets shot in the head oh. and can't finish telling her. And at first, she didn't like it. She was very disturbed by it. But now she feels he's trying to send her a message. Hmm. And with that, I read something about like that message could be that something has to happen with Father Gabriel. And then, like you had mentioned, Father Gabriel, man, 
He must be done and checked out or something. (laughs) There is no God. I know. I'm like, ooh, you threw the book out right then. Mm -hmm. You're not following anything that you preached for so long or believed in your heart. or And and there was times where he would lose his faith, but he would come back, right? And this time I'm like, holy crap. I mean, he was like on the train killing walkers too. And then when the Reapers came, he's, I don't know. He's like Mr. Badass now. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. It's like, what happened? Yeah, he's had enough. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I also thought little Herschel This is the first time that we've really seen his personality. And I'm like, oh, you really do have a personality. Like he was telling them all, oh, you know, eat this. And he's pretty mature. Yeah, very mature. That's what I thought. I'm like, wow, you know a lot. I always used to think uh, Judith was the mature one because I felt like she knew so much. And then little Herschel comes in and he's kind of the same way. So, you know, I guess living with Maggie on the road was... He just wants to eat whatever he's got, right? Yeah. He's not going to think about it too much. But it's the way he tells him. He's oh, like, yeah. go ahead, yeah. you know, don't think about little it. Bite. Yeah, take a little bite. You'll be able to get it down. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so cute. Also, I want to let everyone know that no horses were harmed and there was a puppet horse. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, Greg Nicotero uh, put it out on his, uh, you know, I think it was his Instagram or something. And I was like, thank goodness you even said that. I mean, I didn't figure anybody was harmed, but it's good to know that that wasn't even a real horse, you know, that yes, you were using yeah. this horse. You know, it was a puppet. It wasn't a real one. and But still, uh, it looked real. It sure did. And then I want to know what happened to Elijah. They yeah. dragged him off, and we have not seen anything about him. You're right. And he doesn't appear to be captured well, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, yeah. So I'm just really hmm. curious what happened to him because he was helping Maggie and then they dragged him away because it was oh. in that dark. I don't know if you noticed it in the very beginning because no. that whole sequence happened oh, so oh, fast. It was so intense. Yeah, it was, it was so, so intense because they slit Father Gabriel's, I think, neck and then they shot Negan in the leg and then they everything was happening at the same. And then the, a couple of the um, Meridian fighters that were Maggie's... Um, Cohorts, yeah. yeah, they got uh, killed, and so I was. I'm like, wait, wait, where's Elijah? Where's Elijah? So, I'll be mm. interested to see what happens to him. Where if he got away? If if I don't know, we'll find out. Okay, Debbie, we are at a segment called, and the award goes to. <laughs> so I would like to know what was your favorite quote, character, or moment. Well, like I mentioned previously, I just love that quote when uh, they heard the screaming and the and just the inflection of his voice when he, you know, he said, oh, now we're just going to go towards the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my favorite quote. And I really liked Kelly's performance. I really liked it. I, I just thought they wrote her scenes nice and she's a wonderful actress. And uh, I really enjoyed Kelly. Aside from everybody else, the normal yeah. people. I really liked her uh, role in this episode. What about you? I have to give it to Alden because he asks Maggie, do you know why I walked away from him and joined you? And he says, because I trusted you to always make the right choice, even if it's hard or how much it costs you. And he says these supplies are what matters to Alexandria. And he's thinking about his son. So Alden needs Maggie to finish 
this mission to help save his son. Good catch. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I really appreciated him because he may be, oh, Adam, his son is Adam. So he wants her to be there for him. And uh, I just thought it was heartbreaking because it almost seems like he's going to maybe pass away. And what's interesting is he's sort of been highlighted in a way on the first and second episode because he's kind of stepping up. He's he they're showing his humanity. He has his compassion. You know, he was the one who wanted to save Gage. He's the one who's like, where's Maggie? I always wanted them to hook up Maggie. I think there was something (laughs) at one point, but um, I don't know. I don't know that he's strong enough for her, though, you know. So I feel like after I'd seen the end of the second episode, I thought to myself, oh, my God, are they setting them up to be killed? Because that's what always happens. They always spotlight a character and then their demise ends yes. up coming. So I'm yes. like, oh, no, is that what's happening with Alden? Are they going to return and he's going to be like a walker or something? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways, I would like to give my award to him because I think nice. that he was being very selfless and... Uh, and I just really liked it. So yeah, I like I like that too. Oh my gosh, this was a really good episode. Oh, and I really yeah. appreciate yeah, all your great. thoughts and insight on it. Thank you made me you. think about some of the things that uh, we talked about. So I also want to know what you're currently watching. I I recently just finished Superwoman. It is the Netflix series, and it, it was just a kind of adorable, you know. Um, she uh, is is just fun and feisty, and uh, added just a little flavor to the superhero series. You know, it's just light humor. I mean, it's you can't dig too deep into it, right. but um, yeah, it was a fun it was a fun show to watch. Nice. My other Netflix series I'm watching is called Black Lightning. It just had me hook, line, and sinker. And it's this family where the father has superpowers, and the mother is a like a scientist, and they have two teenage daughters. And I don't want to give too much away, but the daughters end up having these powers too. I thought that the storyline was very cool and just really fun to think about. But the bad guy, this is uh, an, an actor, very interesting character, and his stage name or his acting name was Tobias Whale. He's a really good bad guy, oh. just incredible actor. So anyway, yeah, I, I totally loved um, both of those series. I haven't seen either one of those. Oh, I highly recommend Black Lightning over Superwoman, oh. but Superwoman's fun. Yeah. But Black Lightning has uh, many more episodes, so okay. it takes a little longer. Um, okay, so, and then on the movie side, I recently watched Cruella with Emma Stone and Emma Thompson. Very impressed, very impressed with every actor in it, from the maids to the right-hand man of uh, Emma Thompson, um, and then the storyline was amazing as well. Great story. Love the clothing. Love the. I loved her hair, black and white. Yeah. Uh, just a great, great entertainment. Go Disney. I know. I actually saw that too, and I really, really liked it. I was super impressed because I'm like, oh, I don't know. I thought the same thing. And then it came on, and I watched. I'm like, this is good. This is really good. So I really enjoyed it too. Gosh, those are really good, Debbie. I'm. I'll look forward to seeing some of those. So I watched Clickbait on Netflix, and I really, really loved it. I watched it in two nights. Nick Brewer uh, is abducted, and his captors put him on display on social media, daring to kill him if 
their posts reach, I think it's 5 million. And so his family races to find him and the truth. It's a, it's, it's, I find it very captivating. I like that each episode concentrates on a different character and their perspective. I love shows that do that. I really do. It was really fun to watch. I got my cousin to watch it, and she wanted to text me so bad on a Friday night after she had watched it within two nights, and she's like, wanted to tell me so bad. I finished it. It was so good. So <laughs> I'm going to um, have to watch it. Yeah, it's just, well, for me, it just sucked me in. I just was totally in for the ride, and it was a really fun movie to watch, or TV show, uh, Netflix series to watch. I'm also watching Only Murders in the Building, which is on Hulu. It's so much fun. It's with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena oh, Gomez. Interesting. I love the three of them together. I, first of all, just love Steve Martin. Me too. And then you add in Martin Short, and that's pretty good. <laughs> and I don't know Selena Gomez that well, except for that, you know, she does do acting, and I know she's a singer. And I have seen her, but I I really liked her in this. I like the three of them. I think they have the best chemistry. It's getting really good reviews. The writing is good. Steve Martin had this in his mind for 10 years and then oh, he wow. put it together and uh, it's it's just so much fun. I love the writing. I laugh every time I watch it. It's not like super slaps to hear anything. It's just funny. It's just funny. <laughs> Martin Short delivers the best lines and what I love, it's about a podcast. <laughs> so what's so funny is that This murder happens in their building, and they all want to know what happened to it, and they have to be out of the building, so they all go to a local restaurant, and each of them are trying to get to the next episode of this podcast. So, like, each of them are dying to listen to the next episode, and so they end up all three listening to it from the same laptop because they overhear that the other one wants to see it, too, so they're, like, (laughs) addicted to this podcast, right? And so they're all listening to it. And then this murder happens. Then they're all in their actual building. And then they decide they want to do a podcast on this murder that happened in their building. And it's just funny. Martin's always trying to direct everybody. He'll tell people they'll have an emotion. And then he tells them to do it again for the podcast. And it's just cracking me up. I was like dying. Sorry, I can really relate. So that's why I think I really like this. It sounds fun. I'm going to have to watch it. It is fun. So please, I would recommend it. Tune into it. It's on Hulu. It's currently playing right now. Um, I also watched Cinderella on Prime. This is a romantic musical film based on the fairy tale written and directed by uh, Kay Cannon. It stars singer Camilla Cabello. What's cool is that the music and the feel of the movie are updated. Oh, nice. So like Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson is one of the opening songs. And then Queen's Somebody to Love. So it makes you want to sing and and. It brings you in. So I really, really liked it. It's a very fun musical. And Cinderella has like modern reactions and way of speaking, you know, instead of like that time and era. It's like updated time and era. So even though they're dressed back in that time, they're not acting like they're back in that time. Who's the fairy godmother? Uh, It's um, Billy Porter. Oh, a fairy god guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. So fun. Oh, I, I'm going to have to watch that Yeah, now. it's very cute. Okay, I guess people are not liking 
it probably because maybe the acting isn't that strong. Maybe this and that, but I'm sorry. It's just fun. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. just want to Just like Superwoman. Yeah, it yeah, was fun. It's fun. And the songs are cool and I liked it. So I'd say, hey, it's great. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to have to watch that. Now. I know. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for all your insight on The Walking Dead and all your movie and TV recommendations. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it was fun. Yeah. Thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. Well, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens and Focus and tell a friend we would love more members of our TV club. You can rate and review the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. This will help other listeners find us. We'll be uploading new episodes in a couple of weeks. Next show will be on The Walking Dead, Season 11, Episodes 5 and 6. I can't even believe we're that far along. Uh, you can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.